This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, Ken, as many times as we've had Adam in the studio, this by far looks like he's absolutely had his... He, he looks like he's had his butt kicked for a little bit. He's he's kind of surly Did today. you just fly in from D.C.? Because I know you were at Saver recently. Uh, no, I've been in for a couple days, but I didn't really stop drinking, nor have I... <laughs> uh, it's been like a week. Norman and I had some white rice today for lunch. It is the Rock and Roll Happier at Alt 949, brought to you by Senior Grubbies, now with two locations. OG location in Carlsbad Village, and now the new spot in Oceanside. Check them out at eatgrubbies.com. It's Jeremy with me. As always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright, and the whole crew from Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept. We got Norm with you. Norm, good to see you. Steve, uh, you haven't been here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for uh, for doing all that you do to bring beer to San Diego. Because if you don't brew it, he can't sell it, and he can't talk about it. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It should be fun. So tomorrow <laughs> you're throwing a big party. It's anniversary number thirteen. Lucky thirteen. Good. Yeah. Good We're teenagers God. now. So I take it in in the history of as many times we had you on the show before your anniversary, we were probably going to drink. Some sort of double IPA that you brewed especially for it. Tommy loves to say it's the same beer we brewed every year, <laughs> but this year um, it's in 19 twos. So this version <laughs> is double dry hopped as well. Oh, that's true. true. We're gonna get to that shortly, but what? I want to talk about this beer that you have just recently released. It's Duck Duck Goose. This is the beer that got me hooked on sour beers. This is the beer that introduced me to what having a little funk in the bottle can do. And who can explain the history of what Duck Duck Goose has been over the years? So yeah, Duck Duck Goose is not a traditional goose. It is our take of the goose style because technically goose can only be made in Belgium. So essentially what this beer is, is we uh, take a bunch of non-fruited blonde sour barrels from varying ages and we find the best ones in our in our portfolio and we bring them together to make this beer. So pretty much it's just a collection of all of the beer that we've identified and sat on and just at that time they were excellent and so we put them in the barrel all to- together and that's just what it's been every year. So every three years. It's so, a long day of tasting and uh, sampling all those different sour blondes that Steve has to go through. Yes, many long days of sampling and, and meticulous note taking. I mean, because you have to create a blend because a goose style listically is like old sour beer and new sour beer, right? Traditionally, it's a blend of one, two, and three year old lambic, which is spontaneously fermented. This beer that we have here is partially spontaneously fermented. A few of the bar- a few of the barrels that went in are spontaneously fermented, but everybody always asks Lost Abbey. All right, so when's Duck Duck coming out? Every three years but you can't rush it if it's if it's not ready in exactly three years so be it let it cook because i mean every time you blend this beer every time you release it it is absolute perfection you're getting all all the flavors that you expect from this beer it's got this tartness but it also has this this almost like nectarine stone fruit presence to it yeah but the beer doesn't have it's not a fruited beer yeah that and and we have you know a lot of these barrels are are also made using our house cultures which some something that we've just kind of kept alive throughout all of our barrels throughout the years and that culture tends to put off a distinctly stone fruit character, which is why some of our, our, our stone fruit sours tend to be really crazy stone fruit because it gets this extra kick from that, but also our non-fruited beers tend to 
give off that perception. You almost taste the peach fuzz. Mm. I'm going to sit here and revel in this, and we are going to get into a song coming up next. Uh, we're going to get into some more stuff the Lost Abbey does. Then we'll talk about that 13th anniversary happening this weekend. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on All 94.9. Ken, going into this, I thought Steve was going to be the quiet brewer. This guy has not shut up you know, since I is, let him start talking, he, but he, I'm loving every minute of it. He's a font of information. <laughs> it is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on All 94.9. It's Jeremy drinking with our friends from Port, Lost Abbey, and the Hop Concept. Now, let's talk about some more beer. I know uh, this is one of Tommy Arthur favorite so what is it what are we drinking it's hazy it must be an ipa right this is witch's wit this is uh <laughs> this is probably our most infamous label i would say <laughs> from five and a half percent wheat beer made with a bunch of wheat and uh some acidulated malt and uh this is one of our favorite just basically summertime beers that we drink and this year we did something special it's only available on draft hey, hold on because usually give, you do this out in models because that's where we see the the amazing label this year you're just going to keep it to just in draft just for our SOB. favorite proprietors so you can go back to your favorite accounts and tip a few back. But I can still go to the confessional in Cardiff. I can go to your brew house in San Marcos and I can get growler fills of this, right? Absolutely. We'll have okay. tons of growler fills and if Tommy's listening, hopefully growler fills. Can as as wit beers go, what what do we look for in a wit beer when we're when we're drinking one? Cuz we know they they tend to have that estery, like a slightly clovey, sometimes banana hints of it. I don't particularly care for it when it's overdone, yep. which is why Too I much think banana I like, is never good. On a side note, we shoot for a more lemony quality. <laughs> I try to get a little bit of that just really summer day drinking lemony sort of uh, effervescent quality to it, which I think kind of defines San Diego. So yeah, the traditional Belgian wits sometimes can have a ton of esters in it, and we kind of like to dial that back a little bit. The effervescence in it, it's got a very fine carbonation to it. I I think that's underappreciated in a lot of beers. People say, well, this one's bitter, this one's sweet, this one's sour, but the level of carbonation, I mean, what determines the the fineness of the fizz? A lot of times it is actually relative to how you carbonate the beer. So bottle conditioning tends to make it Finer, smaller bubbles. A more, yeah, a more fine bubble. And that that beer, it also can be determined by what you use to make the beer. So, you know, more proteins help the head to stay more pillowy. It kind of can affect mouthfeel, and carbonation has a lot to do with mouthfeel. So uh, that beer has some wheat in it, creates a little more heavier mouthfeel there. So you might be having a little bit of that in conjunction with it. I guess that's the, my best answer for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. the clo- like the clothing on Game of Thrones, we go for lacing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon. I'm still in mourning. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. we got another beer. The 13th anniversary San Diego Comet. I mean, double IPA. It's next. You know when the brewer steps up with a comment like, that's a big boozy We are drinking a rather large beer. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour at Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright, and our friends from Port, Lost Abbey, Hop Concept. we got Steve, Norm, Adam, and tomorrow you're having quite the celebration, aren't you? 13 years. Every year you do the same beer which I think is a lie, because this year tastes better than last year. I mean, you know, maybe your palate changed. <laughs> <laughs> which which is, is 100% true. It could totally change. It probably has, considering I mean, how know, many hazies I've drank. Well, I think would agree. You know, you have different hot um, lots that you pull from each year, so it, it would adjust from year to year. But yeah, this is our 13th anniversary beer. It's uh, Some people would call it a triple IPA. We try to sell it as a double, but it is 11%. I know Tommy always makes the joke that every year you brew this, it's, a, it's San Diego Common, double IPA. And it's the table beer of San Diego. But, you know, what goes into this, Mr. Brewer? This beer is actually largely unchanged from last year, and that's not even a lie. Uh, (laughs) This this hop schedule kind of marries the old and new. We have a lot of the classic sea hops, Centennial, Chinook, and then also some newer hops, Mosaic, Citra in there. So late late hops are mostly new, and then the the, uh, sea hops are kind of mixed in there to kind of give it a classic flavor. But it kind of, on the nose, you get a little bit of a kick and then, you know, just kind of 
little bit of new school finish there. It's so good from front to back on this beer that you can't even tell that you're drinking an 11% IPA. It's got a pronounced bitterness on the finish, which is hard to get with a beer that is this high gravity. As far as like if you were to actually measure the bitterness, it's going to be probably 100 plus IBU, but bitterness is all perception and there's actually quite a, there's some caramel malt in there and we do 90 minute boils on our system that boils pretty hard so that you get a lot more sweetness out of there and it helps to balance out the bitterness and you get a beer that is not perceived as alcoholic as as it really is. Yeah, there's a ton of cantaloupe and honeydew melon. I'm I'm not perceived as much of the alcoholic as (laughs) it remains to be seen. I mean, and the fact that you delivered this thing in 19 too is it just it's 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 stovepipe. It's a stovepipe can. You'll notice it because it's taller. You're doing these in individual can sales, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this was my (laughs) get a six pack, bring it home for the game. So this was my call. We sell these in 12 uh, 12 ones to stores and local purveyors of fine suds. And yeah, basically last year we had Hot 15 and we used to do it in 22 ounce and we wanted to do it in cans. And we had seen all these other companies like Founders and stuff doing their session IPAs and like, you know, 5% beers in Stovepipe 19 twos. And so we were like, well, what if we made, you know, Hot 15 in 19 twos? And everyone just kind of laughed. I sold out of that beer in two days out of our warehouse and it was over 1,300 cases. The distributors thought we were insane and then I had reorders. So this time we brewed a lot more anniversary than we did uh, and decided to put it in a 19.2 at 11% and uh, people seem to dig the format. Well, you could either split this with somebody and just have a nice time. Or split your head open. Or just (laughs) save it to yourself and yeah, get split. I didn't know that this was a stovepipe can when you set it down on the table until I held it next to one of the cans that you uh, that Norm brought. So yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it's it's very deceiving. All right, I, now that this eleven percent is starting to kick in, I think I need to drink some water and play this track, and we'll come back with another beer to celebrate your thirteenth anniversary happening tomorrow. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt ninety four nine. Everybody's enjoying that eleven percent double IPA. <laughs> it's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt ninety four nine. It's Truth. Jeremy with me as always. Our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. We have Steve, Norm, and Adam from Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept celebrating a huge anniversary tomorrow 13th anniversary you're throwing a party at the brewery do we need tickets to this do we just show up you know uh, do we wear animal costumes up. we're gonna start uh we're actually gonna open an hour early at 10 o'clock so we just wrapped up the uh the 13th anniversary double ipa which to me this year is absolutely fantastic you, you say you never change it but this year mm, spot on and that 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 can and had the witch's wit had the duck duck goose and speaking of what you're tapping since uh is duck duck gonna make an appearance at no. your come on <laughs> Give me something here, man. Uh, I I have a problem with pouring duck on a duck ear because people like go out of their way to get a bottle. So it's like maybe I'm a jerk about it, but I know you're uh, a jerk. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> I, I, no, I won't be pouring duck, but we'll have a bunch of vintage beers. Yellow bus? <laughs> no, Isabel? Absolutely not. <laughs> cable car? Uh, no. Come on. <laughs> we'll have the share of the angel. Oh, so, yeah, okay. We have right. a, a bunch of vintage angel shares from like 2013, 2012. Uh, some ver- uh, verticals of Cuvée de Tommy. I'm still kind of going through the list right now and everyone's waiting on it so a little bit on dude, spot but i will figure it out and it'll dude, be on instagram the time is yeah. ticking my friend dude, yeah, yeah you know wake is... up at nine look at the list you're gonna love it come by at 10 you'll be great <laughs> just tell your seller manager i need this yeah. one this one this one and this one on tap okay go ahead in college you probably started studying for the exam like an hour before <laughs> he's sitting in class looking at his books going what what room am i in what class yeah, hair like mine you don't have to study you just show <laughs> oh, up. Oh. Oh. 
Cesar Romero Mr. Over Hair. Here. What are we drinking next? This cool. thing is brown and dirty. What is this? This is our uh, red poppy. This is our sour cherry sour. Flanders red, yeah. You do this beer <laughs> every year around this time, don't you? Correct, yeah. This is um one of our favorites. It's actually one of Tommy's favorite labels. Uh, it's the one beer we don't actually have a story on the background because we kind of just let the pretty poppy tell everybody everything about that beer. It's amazing. You get this 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 real strong nose on it, and then you taste it, and it's so so subdued, so mellow, it's silky. so cool. It's, it, it is silky. I know this is a sour beer, so it's had time to age, right? The beer is about a year old by the time it gets released. So every year we empty the barrels, and then we immediately refill them. And uh, each each barrel gets uh, 30 pounds of cherries per wow. barrel. Holy crap. And uh, yeah, we got that rotating batch of barrels that pretty much puts out poppy every year. Same barrels we've had for what, almost 13 years now? So some, not all of them, but so, uh, some of the barrels in the program are, are original. How have you kept barrels going for 13 years barrels are very sturdy and especially if you're not dropping them you're not if you're treating them right and you know you keep them actually in use yeah Yeah, wet and they and and swelled they'll 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 continue to do their thing for quite a while this is out right now you can pick up bottles of this and this is one of those beers you can actually buy and then sit on right yeah i had a vertical before i worked at the brewery Uh, i had a vertical for i think of four years and uh they just change every year the first time you have it uh closer to the release date it's super cherry forward Mm -hmm. and that fruit starts to fall off then it gets a little more lactic and then uh some of them are really beautiful steve and i had had a couple that are five plus years old that are really amazing i mean that beer i would definitely recommend buy a couple drink one now age one for up to, I would say, safely up to five years. I would recommend grabbing one of these if you're planning a romantic uh, night with the wife and you don't think she <laughs> loves uh, beer. I find that my wife and most uh, ladies love this my beer. Wife. Hey, oh, you know, my wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> she like this beer. Are, are we planning uh, a, a Norman Stackhouse, the sixth at this point? The How 18? many kids are you up to? We're, we've got two so far, and we've had Red Poppy <laughs> together twice. So that's oh, what's Secret recipe. All right, we're going to take a break, play something romantic, and come back with a beer that Steve showed me the bottle, and I cannot wait to try. It has something to do with tequila, and oh, God help me. I cannot wait to get into this next beer. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Arnold 94.9, brought to you by Senior Grubbies. Now in two locations, their OG location in Carlsbad Village, and now the new spot in Oceanside. Check them out at eatgrubbies.com. It's Jeremy with me, as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. Did our friends from uh, Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept, we got Steve the Head Brewer, Norm, the sales Weasel and Adam, the mouth of Tommy, and we've been talking about some of the stuff they've got. <laughs> used to be Hand of the King, and now the Game of Thrones is over. Yeah, now like, Game of Thrones is yeah. over. You that's were definitely the mouth of getting spread to the <laughs> brewers. So we just finished oh. off the Red Poppy. We had your 13th anniversary double IPA, which was amazing. That ties into the celebration that's happening tomorrow. You said verticals of... Um, Cuvée, Angel Share. Um, again, still going through the list, but a lot of... Uh, a lot of the stuff we kind of sit on. Tommy's a hoarder um, you think? of kegs, so uh, <laughs> we pretty much get to kind of go through our coal box and see, like, ooh, let's try that. It's been fun kind of just popping open random kegs and, and seeing how they go, and a lot of them have been really rad. So Now, one of the things that you can only get tomorrow is the beer that you just poured out. Now, Steve ran in with his bottle like a kid on Christmas, like, you could try this beer. <laughs> Forget the Duck Duck. Try <laughs> yeah, this beer. Yeah, because yeah. I was talking all about you having Duck Duck, and this is the one that he has been dying to talk about. So I figured I would let you set it up. First of all, Steve, what are we going to be drinking? Uh, so this is called Agave Maria Reserva. And the base beer is doesn't really fit into a style, but the best 
described as a strong ale that we used agave nectar as some of the sugar components. So it's it's, it's really dark. It almost looks like a brown ale with pionciano. Yeah, that's it, close enough. It almost looks like you would have that kind of sugar in it because just yeah. the color is is that that dark deep kind of I don't chestnut speak brown. French, so you guys are gonna <laughs> yeah. fill me in later. Yeah, it's uh, it we it's it's definitely we didn't go for a black beer for sure. We were going for more of like a brown a brown you know like a very a tequila that's been aged for a while. You know that same kind of kind of. The beer is much lighter when you put it into the barrel, but as it ages, you actually do experience that evaporation, which creates a darker color. But, wow. Interesting. Um, there's something interesting with this beer, though. Unlike like Agave Maria I've had before, but Agave Maria Reserva, this this has a different like feeling to it. It, it doesn't, there, there feels like there's no alcohol in it, and there's no like roasty, toasty notes to it. It's just this really smooth kind of front to back experience. Deep. It is deep. So it's, deep. These are the cream of the crop barrels. These are some uh, barrels that we sought out actually from Mexico in their first use barrels, which means we got them wet after the first use, which is hard to get. Um, normally, tequila barrels and rum barrels, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, are used off, over and over so that it, by over time they get pretty beat up and there's infection and stuff. But these were uh, seal, signed, sealed, delivered, and wet when we got them. They're awesome. The beer spent more time in the barrel than the previous iterations of this beer. And this beer is actually a completely different beer because almost, of... Almost four years, right? This is amazing. Like, Agave Maria was really good, but this doesn't even fit in the same class of that. Yeah, Smoking chocolate it. and... Yeah, the cocoa. Man. Yeah. God, dude, you nailed it with that. I do I get the cocoa, the smoke, the chocolate. And it's, then it's it all finishes really... like cola almost, though. It's like this sweetness that's like... Yeah, can, you know, can I ask? Because yeah, yeah. I'm almost afraid at this point because this beer drinks so smooth, so light. I would say that it's it, you know, it's one of those beers that sits around six percent. I would guess nine. Okay, so what is the ABV on this? Fourteen percent. Fourteen. Fourteen percent. Yeah. Get the <laughs> out of here. No way, yeah, it, dude. That's it. thirty. Yeah. Proof. By yourself in a yeah. closet. Yes. <laughs> while crying. Great side effect of of long aging. You know that evaporation. Wow. You're evaporating out water, and that. that dude, this alcohol. is miraculous. I have never had a beer of this strength. All right, finish this clean. So. It's a unicorn. Yeah. It's a unicorn beer. Ken, we have to go. Come on. <laughs> we are there. Guys, thank you for the amazing beers. Yeah, Good luck cheers. on your 13th anniversary tomorrow. So proud that you guys are in our San Diego community. You're amazing. We're going to go out with this, and then we will see you next hey, week. Hey, there's for... more. Oh, you son of a. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.